0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Living Today podcast. This is a platform where we get to discuss relevant topics, important topics affecting today's millennials and post-millennial Christian. Our aim is to challenge, to equip and to empower you to go deeper in the things and in the life of the Lord so that you can be empowered once again to also fulfill your destiny in Christ. I'm Ayo, I'm going to be your host today, but I'm not the only host, you know, I'm also joined by three phenomenal people i'm gonna start by of course who else i'm gonna introduce expressly the wonderful debbie sage who calls herself my wife debbie say hello hello <laughs> <laughs> all right Debbie thank you for that thank you thank you uh, you know aside from Debbie I, I'm also joined by two phenomenal phenomenal people I've known them for a very very long time and I know that they've come packing and they're ready to challenge you first of all I want to introduce my brother from another mother Ninka. please say hello please hello everyone very modest but trust me he's packing a lot as well and of course join Ninka today or rather joining Ninka today I also have the wonderful Lou Lucy, Lucy, please also say hello.
1: Hi.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now that you've met your co hosts for today, the topic we're going to be looking at is an interesting one, right? We're looking at the future of the church. We're asking, what is the future? Of the church, better yet. Let me even break it down even more. We're looking at ourselves doing an introverted or rather introspective kind of look and approach to this topic today. We're looking at ourselves. Listen, let me just cut a long story short. You know, the millennials and the post-millennials, we are the future of the church. Who is the millennial? Who is the post-millennial? Listen, if you were born. Anytime from 1980 to year 2000, you are a millennial, just in case you don't know, right? Just for me to remind you once again, and if you're born after year 2000, you are a post millennial. Listen, we've had many, many leaders come and go right? We have had, uh, you know, the Maurice Cirillo, we've had the Miles Monroe, you know, we've had so many phenomenal people in the body of Christ over the years. They ran at bunkers and, and so on and so forth. They've come and they've gone, right? They've done their part and now they've gone to be with the Lord. The question we're asking today really and truly is, since we are the future of the church, how should we be preparing? What challenges should we be preparing for? How should we develop ourselves? But most important, how should we strategically position ourselves to ensure that we fulfil the purpose of the Lord? And like Paul the Apostle, we can say at the end of a journey that, listen, we run the race effectively, we fought a good fight, and we kept the faith. Enough of my spiel. I'm gonna hand it over now to Nika. Nika, my question for you, my brother: What is God saying to you? I mean, what are your thoughts about the future of the church as it pertains to we millennials today?
2: Thank you, Aya. Thank you. Um, yeah, so you've you pretty much kind of um have summarized what uh what the Lord has been laying on my heart. I think it was a few um months to maybe up to about a year ago when it just suddenly hit me, like, you know, and, and sometimes I just kind of get these sorts of revelations at this moment that I just know that it's something from God. And it just kinda of hit me that me. And all my Christian friends, my Christian brothers and sisters, who are you know around the same age, that someday we will be the church leaders or the, or the Christian leaders. Wow! That wow! My that you know the younger people, you know people that are 10, 15 years younger than me, would be looking up to.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and that was crazy to me because you know I've always kind of just seen myself as I'm looking up to these leaders that you know I was. Talked about, and you know, obviously, there's too many that are still alive. In you know, um, but it just kind of hit me that well, you know, basically, I'm not a child anymore, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that I'm, yeah, I'm growing, we're all growing, mm-hmm. and one day, you know, we are the people that you know will be you know called upon or looked up to. And it's kind of like, well, are we ready for this? As in, I'm um, so, what am I ready for this? Mm. Are my brothers and sisters ready for this? Mm. Are the churches, the local churches, the local assemblies? Are they ready for this? Mm. Are they planning for this? Are they preparing for this? Mm. Are they, as you talk about, are they equipping, you know, the, the, you know, people my age and even people younger, you know, are they training and building them? Are they to use a buzzword, but which I think is more than a buzzword? Are they discipling mm. these Christians? Mm. Are they discipling us to grow yeah. in the faith to be, you know, yeah, you know, just you know to be able to do our bit as it were. You know, again, you know, obviously it is God, you know, we know that the Bible, you know, Jesus said that, you know, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. So we obviously it's not that it's it's on our back, but we also know that we are we are partners Mm. with Christ. We are co-labourers, the Bible Mm. says. Mm. And so what is our role, and of you know course. you know we should be preparing for this, and i I haven't really heard anyone kind of really talking about this and 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 so that's kind of why it's been on my mind and so, yeah.
0: Yinka, that's an interesting, interesting point that you've just made. And I think, you know, practically, if not all of us, you know, this is something that we may or may not be thinking about right now. You know, um, Lucy, if you don't mind me just kind of, you know, throwing you under the bus a little bit here, just to kind of ask your thoughts on this as well. Yinka mentioned about, you know, discipling, you know, um, and we ourselves basically getting ready. Is this something that you may have thought about yourself as well in terms of, listen, wow, I'm actually, I'm not just a future of the church I'm the now of the church right and is that something that you may have consciously maybe started to think about to the point where you're thinking okay let me now actually do something about this 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 this, this reality
1: yeah no definitely um you know there are so many great leaders that have are ahead of us so many great leaders that have gone before us and um there's, there's a lot that we as the millennial generation, you know, can learn and, and, and look at from the example that they've led. And and really, we, we've been able to sit under such amazing ministries through the years that we've all been going to church. Like a lot of us, you know, from right from birth, you know, we've gone to church, we've, we've been able to sit under these amazing ministries. And there's so many, there's so many, lessons that we've learned over time that really how are we now putting that into practice how are we now taking those lessons that we've learned and really ensuring that we are living all those messages that we've heard over the years how are we using what we've learned to raise the next generation how are we giving back to, to, to the community that we've become so much a part of so definitely that is something that has been on my mind and you know let's not Think about, you know, wasting all the knowledge and the wisdom that we've been given over the years, but really, truly giving ourselves to the discipleship that we've been placed under. Like, it's just, it's it's, it's something that, you know, over time we've, I feel like we haven't really connected with. And, you know, we should really be thinking along those lines to make sure that, you know, the generation that comes after us, the ones that we are supposed to be leading, that we can pass down and give these, these legacy teachings to, and, and to enable them to grow and keep the church alive. You know, that's essentially what it is. You don't want, you know, all all this amazing wisdom to, to go to waste, but, you know, to keep, keep the church alive. So that's fantastic. that's
0: That's, that's an interesting one, you know, about keeping the church alive. And I think, Debbie, I want to ask you as well, do you think we millennials, do you think we're, we're ready for this colossal task of driving because I genuinely see the church now as we are the Joshua generation right whereby the Moses is you know they've done their part you know many have transitioned and many are still there but they're there but they're not really there anymore let's just call it what it is you know now it's the Joshua generation do you feel like do you think or rather do you think we're ready for this or do you feel that you're ready for this if that was you
3: (laughs) do you feel you're ready ayo (laughs) (laughs) let's ask you <laughs> well, well, well done, well done. <laughs> um for me it's definitely something I've been thinking about um as to even personally for myself whether I myself I'm ready um I mean I've had certain prophecies especially recently as well said about you know where God is calling me to and the direction God wants for me and I'm like wow these are bigger than what <laughs> even I would have thought for myself mm. um and I won't lie, it's a bit daunting, <laughs> but um I know that this therefore means that I need to now set myself up and be that, you know, be in that place where I am ready because it could be any time from now. Um, so what am I doing in my own personal time and space to ensure I am able to fulfill that, you know, um vision that God has poured out for my life. Um and I think just for all of us generally, it's important that we do, you know, internally start to ruminate on these things, Um, because I think a lot of the times we tend to think it's for a set set of people, mm-hmm. Um, you know, or they are the ones that, you know, um will be the future pastor. They will be the future, um, you know, leader of this ministry or whatever, or they will be the future apostle. And, you know, we tend to defer it from ourselves, not really thinking that possibly, actually, maybe I might be the one that, you know, might, the, the mantle will fall on next. Mm. Um, and I think what is key, and um, I love Apostle Joshua Selman for this as well, um, you know, out of nowhere, he's just blown um, and no one really knew about him. There was a you know, time that he, he wasn't really as in our faces as we see now. But, He mentions how, you know, in that time before this whole blow up, he made sure and ensured that he was taking every every inch of his time to ensure he was soaking in what he calls his wilderness experience or what he calls the cave time where he poured so much into that time where you know he's not in the limelight and things like that no one really cared for who he was back then and now look where he is now we see him and we see the product of the time that he had spent in that space alone mm. and we're all enjoying it and we're all being blessed by it we're just like oh wow 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 how come he's always filled how come he always has something to pour out how come but that's because of what he's done behind closed doors Mm -hmm. after so many years, Mm -hmm. he didn't know when that stage was going to come. Mm -hmm. And I think it's definitely important, therefore that we're all prepared regardless, not even preparing that, oh, I might be the next lead. just be generally just Mm -hmm. well-fed spiritually. Um, Yeah, regardless of who you're going to be tomorrow, Mm -hmm. I think that should not even be the aim of, you know, having a stage or a title. But... Sometimes for some people, it's just who you minister to day, day on your day-to-day basis. It could be colleagues and things like that. You don't know when the opportunity will come to basically preach Christ to somebody and win a soul. So, yeah.
0: Thank you very much, Debbie. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Phenomenal guys. time of preaching there, Debbie. But that's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, that's absolutely amazing. You know, based on what you just said, Debbie, what I can take from that is, and also to challenge all our listeners today is, what are you doing now to prepare for your destiny assignment? right think about it now i want to throw it to nika now because nika i'm sure you also uh, you may have been familiar with this this statement a great man once said that when preparation meets opportunity that success is inevitable now um, nika i want to ask you a question just so that all our listeners can obviously understand what is at stake here what is the future of leadership what does that look like for we millennials and what is kingdom how should we basically start to prepare now for the, the 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 purpose and the work that God has purpose for us to fulfill? How should we prepare? What does that look like, Ninka? Help us out here, bro. <laughs>
2: um, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Um, of course, I don't have um, all the answers, but um, I just, um, to my mind, uh, you know, there there are a few, you know, simple things that we can do. But before I kind of just answer that question about what we can do to to prepare, I just want to. Step back a bit and just create a bit of context, and just establish a bit more of a context because um, we we I think all also know um, some of the people that we grew up with our, our friends who are age mates who are ordained ministers, you know, and, and and they are pastors. So there are some people that they've got a calling to be a pastor and they're leading a church or or, or a ministry, mm. um, and that's all well and good. Um, I think where um when I was when I was thinking about this whole point about the church transitioning, I was thinking, you know, on a bigger level, kind of basically just looking at in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you know, we are the ones that people will be coming to for counseling yeah. mm-hmm. about this, than the other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's not just about being, I know, you know, an ordained minister, just for anyone listening there who is thinking about, oh, you know, it's about being called to be a minister, a pastor or an apostle or something. But it's about in our Christian walk in, you know, how are we seeing ourselves, you know, and again, that's something else that I've been, that God has been dealing with me with is on how I'm seeing myself and how that relates to how other people see me. Mm -hmm. Because I've realized that when you, see yourself in a certain way and carry yourself in a certain way, people will catch on. In some way catch on quick, some it may take some time, but people will begin to see you in that same way. And so where the Bible kind of talks about when I was a child, I spoke like a child and you know, and when I was when I was not, you know, I had to do things in you know, a kind of different. And I guess it's kind of starting to see ourselves that okay, yeah, we're not People that should just be looking at the church and Christianity, like, okay, well, you know, what am I going to get this Sunday? And, you know, and and what am I getting from this um, Bible study or prayer meeting? But actually, what am I giving? Mm, mm, So, mm. so now, so to now answer that question about how to prepare, so I guess it is start to see ourselves Mm, differently. Wow. And then now start to do those simple things that we know to do. Mm. we know the song for you know I I, I I I'm some I teach some of our teenagers at, our, at, at my at my local church and some months ago when we're talking about growing up spiritually I was reminded of that song that we all learned read your bible pray every day read your bible if you want if you want to, to grow grow wow simple but profound yeah. absolutely someone um a pastor once said, if you ever meet um, any Christian or any pastor or apostle or whatever that, that says oh, that they are too big to be reading Bible and stuff every day, run. <laughs>
3: <laughs> run. Definitely. Run.
2: So it's, it starts from those simple things, mm-hmm. reading the word, mm-hmm. studying the word, mm-hmm. communicating mm-hmm. with God, yeah. communicating mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit, having that active mm-hmm. and vibrant relationship with of the course. Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I believe it starts with those simple
3: things.
0: Yeah. Wow, Ninka, that's amazing, man! Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for that, Ninka. You know, um, and I think we 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 sometimes we trivialize the little little the simple things that we should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and especially some of us, especially. And you know, let me even pause for a second. I think um, what you said as well, Ninka, in terms of it's not just about starting a ministry. Is the way you live your life. And I'm pretty sure that all of us here right now discussing here, a lot of us have mentors who aren't pastors, right? Yeah. We have people that we look up to, that we speak to, that we are accountable to, who don't even have a ministry. But the reason why we, we speak to them is because of their character, right? So once again, to Sorry. buttress what Nyinka has said, how are we developing our character because it's not so much about you serving, doing this and that. How is your character, right? Mm -hmm. And the good thing as well about the post-millennial generation as well is that they're even much more, what's what I'm looking for? They're much more impressionable. What Mm -hmm. you do, they see, Mm -hmm. you know, the way you live your life, they watch, you know, and if we're not really getting those little nitty gritty stuff right now, how can we even be sure that we can be the example that they will need in the future, Right. Which then takes me to Lucy. Lucy, if you don't mind me asking a question, then what are the what are the challenges that you think that, you know, we may face or that we face, you know, in growing, you know, into this, this people that God would have us become in order for us to be the right example for our generations coming after us? What should we look out for so that we can be better prepared so that we don't trip up like some, unfortunately, like some of our predecessors who may have tripped up?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like there's a there's just a need to kind of take things back to basics. Um I feel like for well, for a lot of us in our generation there's so much out there that we see mm. and um you kind of put that pressure on yourself to to feel like there's so much that you you have to be doing or you want to attain maybe even before the time is even right, but just you know, taking that step back mm. and you know, really assessing where you are, okay. I think that is really key, really Fantastic. necessary. Knowing knowing who you are, what your identity is, how mm. you know what it is that God has called you to be, what it is that you know you're on this earth to achieve. And you know, when you do take that step back, it's it's then that you you're able to to walk in that calling and mm. then you're able to to fulfill Exactly that mandate that God gave you on this. Come earth. on, come so on. So you're like, it's 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 just stripping it back to basics, mm-hmm. and I feel like when we have this sort of, com like comparing amongst ourselves, mm. like wow, it's wow, not- wow 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 wow. <laughs> you're, you're, you're looking at our oh, people. Sometime- dropping. <laughs> she's, she's hitting
0: some <laughs> yeah. <on> nails. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, so sometimes, you know, I don't feel like it's unhealthy to kind of see what people are doing and admire it mm. but when it comes to a point where you're now copying copying right <laughs> or like you there's competing no, or right competing with mm. one another mm. where there is no you you've kind of lost sight of where it is that god exa- wants you to be mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. now you're just trying to do things out of what you feel is necessity wow. or, you know wow it, your walk should be, you know, you with God. Individual. It's in is an individual thing, and you, yeah. out of that,
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 stay it. in your lane. <laughs> yeah.
1: But out of that, you know, is where God will birth where you are meant to go and what, what path that you're meant to take. My God. I do. I just sometimes I feel like for our generation, we we find it difficult to to stay in that lane, so to speak. Because of everything that we see around us. So just being focused, I feel that that's where, you know, we really should just put our minds to like just having
0: that focus wow um, to get us to to... Lucy this is this is phenomenal stuff and I actually want to drop I want to to just pass the mic to to Debbie for a second you know you said something just um, when you started this um, Lucy you mentioned about identity you know that really struck me because you know honestly speaking you know there's a famous famous saying of course you know that if you don't stand for something you fall for anything right Mm. you know and especially when it comes to ministry you know Debbie I want to ask your thoughts on this one you know Um, how important is it for us as leaders of today and tomorrow to really hone in on our identity in Christ? And also, what is the possible, you know, drawback? What is the possible consequence of us not really being rooted in who we are in Christ as as it pertains to ministry today and in the future?
3: Hmm, that one is (laughs) deep. I think it's just exactly what you said though. You already hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, when you don't stand for something, you fall for everything. Um, when somebody does not really know who they are or what they stand for, you follow everything. Um, anything anything that looks you know like oh yeah this is the direction they're going now let me follow oh this thing has popped on now let me go there um oh this is what this person say let me let me listen to this like you will literally find yourself a bit lost Mm. um you would think that you're doing the right thing and you know you're just pursuing any any wave that's popping up um but the danger is you're just constantly following without any form of um any solid foundation mm-hmm. in who you are mm-hmm. and even just who Christ is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a danger sometimes as well that we, well, some, some of us are even guilty of only knowing christ secondhand in mm. s- in terms of following the Reve- so secondhand revelation so much mm-hmm. where you you know it's fine to engage yourself in sermons you know don't get me wrong and you know various christian um outlets and um what's it called platforms sorry out there but not to the detriment of your personal walk mm-hmm. and relationship with mm-hmm. christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um when you know christ personally there's a difference and you wouldn't even need the sermons and the various channels you're using um, to almost feel as though you you know by plugging into them then you can know Christ it's the intimacy that you have and then the personal revelation when Christ is revealed to you nothing can trade that first hand experience and first hand revelation that the Holy Spirit brings compared to you listening to second hand revelation, because you always desire. Ah, how come it's only God speaking to this person all the time? How can they be so in tune with God? Why are you not so in tune with God? Yep. yep. Why are you actually not (laughs) hearing God the way that they do? They are, not a I don't know is it super soldier or <laughs> super, or su- superhuman um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are as yeah. human as you and I and um I think yeah it's great to admire great men of God and women of God out there there's there's nothing wrong with that but I think um the the main thing is just knowing him for yourself I've been guilty of that um in the past thinking I did know him for myself but I was also guilty of all is pursuing the secondhand revelation. Um, Apart from me, does blame the upbringing and the environment church has created whereby, um, I know we said it before this podcast, but whereby it's almost like a theatre style and we're focused on the one person on that mm-hmm. pulpit. Um, and that's what we're raised to see. And that's what, you know, we're raised to be used to as the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think, yeah, this is church, but no, I don't think it is, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. contrary to what some people may think out there, I just don't mm-hmm. think it is. And that's where we start to lose sight of our personal walk because mm-hmm. we look forward to church, mm-hmm. i.e. the, it's almost the show. the show. yeah, The show, yeah, yeah. 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 The big event on every Sunday. And then mm-hmm. therefore you think you're saved because you're going to listen to this man or woman of God mm-hmm. every Sunday and whatever they say about God is what you take on and what you believe and you run with. Mm. But anyway, enough.
0: Thank no, no, Debbie, that was amazing. Ninka, I need your help, bro. I need your help. I need your help. Has has our prede uh, so let me say that again. Sorry, I'm even trembling to even ask the question. Our predecessors, Ninka, have they given us the wrong example? So, um do we are we actually Rightly positioned to be the right examples ourselves, looking at, you know, the people that have um, come before us. <laughs> See, I'm <laughs> even uh, trembling to ask the question uh, because uh, uh, go easy on that question, don't you Ka? Because listen, it's true, you know, because really and truly, when you, when you deep, you know, where we've come from, uh, the challenges that we've experienced, uh, what we've been exposed to that uh, potentially isn't Christ. Mm. It's church But isn't Christ yeah. You know And how that may have Conditioned us To a particular way That we now become Part of the system Then mm. there's a problem
3: <laughs> Of the sister. Where we failed I By our it.
2: predecessors Nika. Where we failed Where we failed Wow That is a help loaded me, bro. question That is a loaded question God help me <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay I would say That um, We We all of us, our leaders, and all of us, we we've been subject to things that to systems. I'm putting air quotes, you know, um, <laughs> up. Um, we, we've been subject to systems that established um, that were established long before you know we even we were born. Um, and it was and it was systems that were just kind of carried on a way of doing life, a way of doing church rather and church life that was just continued and just built on um that was ineffective um in in certain aspects but it wasn't clear I guess because there was um there were results in other ways um most notably I think probably with numbers you know you know probably you know because, there you know, lots of people coming to know, coming to a church or coming to a, a you, know, you know, a big church or a small church, you know, churches were growing. And, and so I guess it was still, okay, well, I guess this message is working and this method is working, but it is only when we actually start to dissect, when we start to, you know, to interrogate, you know, and and to dive deep into, you know, people's lives and people's attitudes and people's actual beliefs and people's um behaviors that we kind of see that actually that depth wasn't really there wow <laughs> that depth wasn't really there now and so the short answer is um yes we weren't um i guess led properly in the right way but mm. i it's not their fault fair enough they were carrying on what was passed on to them okay mm. okay they're, that's, that's, that's what I believe. And also, I would also like to add a caveat that because I've spoken to a couple of, um, um, of these leaders about these issues and they are, they are, they are realizing the error of, of okay. this old ways, if, if we can call it that. And they're mm-hmm. looking at how can we do things better? Mm-hmm. How can the church Get back to what it's supposed to be about. How can we build our people up properly mm-hmm. in the word? How can mm-hmm. we get people solid, um, you know, and deep in in the Bible, in the knowledge of Christ, in Come the on. knowledge of God? How can we do that rather than people being fed off um, or trying to survive off, you know, um, a nice Sunday message? Of course, a hype, you know, a hype event. Yes. <laughs> of course, of course. You know, how can we do that? So I would add that caveat that you know, it is it is not like you know, or at least the the leaders that I'm engaging with, um, it is it's not as if they are burying their head in the sand. No, they 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 can see that there is a problem, but we are we're what we're all trying to find where is that solution and how how can we how can we how can we move on from here mm. okay. it's amazing because I'm really thinking that
0: we may need to do part 2, part 3, part 4 part <laughs> 5 of the topic already because there's so many angles to take oh my goodness you know I mean I want to tip another bomb into the show as well <laughs> oh, now you oh see it. I mean I'm, I'm looking obviously now at we once again we current millennial leaders who have ministries who have churches who obviously feel and we believe we've been called by God right all we need to do you guys sometimes, is to actually just go on social media, right? There are so many of these quote unquote leaders who just by watching what they do on social media, you start to ask questions, right? My question is this, see, social media, okay, the celebritization of ministry to an extent, okay, has Positives and negatives, pros and cons, right? And one of the issues with celebritization of ministry is that social media has made it even more possible for us to be out there and to be preaching and doing all manner of stuff, right? Now, here's my question. As people who want to ensure that our heart for God is right, how can we balance The Hollywoodization slash Celebritization of ministry Sorry, sorry, I I couldn't help myself I I couldn't help myself How can we balance that, guys Because I think this is really important for us Really deep, seriously How can we ensure that what we're doing We're not doing it for show? We're doing it from a place of a Genuine heart for God Now, the reason why I'm asking This question is that there are many people There is a particular example of somebody Who, you know, oh, I'm an apostle of the law Oh, I'm this, I'm that. You know, they will do lives all day, every day on Instagram, right? They present themselves as people who was on point only to realize they've been doing all manner of stuff in the background, right? You know, accusations here and there. Like I said, my question is, how can we ensure that our heart is right? That what we're doing, like Paul the Apostle said, after preaching to other people, I myself not will be not be disqualified, not be disqualified because of my character flaws. It's open to anybody who wants to respond to this. But mm. I'm assuming is gonna wanna take it. <laughs> but Nika, I help can... me just share some light That's briefly, right. please. That's I know so I've spoken briefly. a lot, but briefly.
2: Okay. Um, I will shed some light and I will borrow from again, you know, one of my um previous church leaders. And there's there's a message that he preached years ago that I will never forget. Um that kind of just, and there was one one thing that 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 he said that if you don't deal with the flesh early enough in your life, later on the flesh will deal with you. Wow, <laughs> you know that's kind of me paraphrasing, Fun. and that is all the scandals, which is kind of what you know you're alluding to. All the scandals that we've ever heard of pastors, you know, mm. um and preachers and ministers and all that. It's it's it essentially comes down to it. Every one of us, we are all human, we all have flaws,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> we all have our 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 weaknesses, we all have the things that we're struggling with that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we have thorns in the flesh and all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah.
2: Um and we all have a responsibility to continue to um to to um, be led by God and to continue to be strengthened and empowered by God to live out of the spirit of God and not out of the flesh. Come on. The Bible says very simply, but it's so profound. The day that that is scripture, Him, is, is so profound. And I don't think, and, and I believe it's, you know, so there are some scriptures that I think are kind of. Um, relative that as in there for specific situations, and there's some scriptures I think are universal, as in they apply to every every and any situation. Mm-hmm. And this scripture is one of the latter; it's a it's a it's a universal one. I believe the one uh, I can't remember the the reference, where it says, "Walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill yeah, the, the, the desires of, of the, the flesh." flesh. Yeah. That's it. It is so simple, but it's profound. Mm-hmm. Walk in the Spirit, mm-hmm. and so you will not fulfill the, the the desires of the flesh. The way that it's it's it that the kind of picture that, that I get is if I'm driving from point A to B and there's a route, carry on that route. And if you carry, if you continue on that prescribed route, mm. you will not have any need to turn to the left or to the right yeah. to another route that you shouldn't mm, be on. Mm, it mm. is that simple. But of course, in practice, how do we do it? Um, I remember a, a discussion that I think you were a part of a while back when one of these scandals you know, came up and we we're discussing in a in a in a group chat that one of the things, the practical things that I think would help us all is having accountability.
3: Of course, accountability
2: yes. with yes. trust with other trusted yes. Christian brothers yes, and sisters, yes, yes. real accountability, yes. re- and real accountability needs openness, in its transparency, mm-hmm. it needs vulnerability. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that is what is needed. We all need to be able to be told, need to fix up, bro. Need to fix up, sis. We, all need, to be, we need to be able to be told, that's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, or we need to, or I mean, in, in the same vein, because it's, it's these same people that would encourage you if you're feeling like, oh, I can't do this. The same people that would say, no, you can do this. You mm. know, go on, you know, God's got you. You know, we've got you. you yeah. You've got support. Those same people should be able to say, uh-uh, not this way. Uh-uh, not that way. Yeah. And I'm I'm grateful that, you know, I or you and I we've had this this kind of relationship for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I just kind of feel like anyone who gets to the point where they are at at an elevated level and they have to be kind of brought down mm. they've lost their accountability yeah. whether knowingly or knowingly, whether it yeah. happened suddenly mm. or gradually mm. they've mm. lost that accountability right. mm. because anyone and and some and also I have actually seen cases I think where people um it is as a result almost of their accountability that they've had to withdraw themselves from the limelight so I'm I'm talking Christian leaders who Get into a, in, mm. into a position because okay. because yeah because so that accountability will help you in that. Even if, if somehow you missed all the signs mm. of you veering off the someone route. Else is, someone else has pointed out yeah. and you've kind of come to the point that, okay, actually, I think I need to take myself out and, and, and just step yeah. back and reevaluate and see where, which is I'm a at. much
3: better way than exactly, you know, exactly. That's, that's
2: much better than, than, than us hearing, oh, 10, 20 people are making certain claims or, yeah, I know, yeah, and there's yeah. investigations and, and mm. whatnot and having people talk all kinds of nonsense and, mm. and people that have no reason, no, no, they have no dog in the fire as they say that's yeah. what annoys me to exactly, be honest exactly, but- yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. there's not, nothing about the person now, exactly it to your Every- God yeah. to, to, to yeah.
2: God you know people who are a part of the community because I'm a big believer that if you should only talk about something if you're a part of the problem or part of the solution yeah. as in, and in this case if you're part of the community if you're not in the Christian community I'm, I'm sorry but the same matters you should not be getting involved in with. but as we said this is the world we live in Social media, everything's out there. Yeah, there's no control. <laughs> there's, there's no, no control. control. Yeah. You know, exactly. No yeah. filter.
3: Unfortunately, People it's just... not Christogram. It's <laughs> Instagram.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um...
0: That's a good one. Good one. <laughs> it's not, it's not Christbook. It's Facebook. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: exact Christbook. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that? Hey, anybody uses that? Copyright Debbie Sage. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So I think yeah, to help us. We, I mean, there's, there's obviously many, many things, but I'm I'm just picking on those two things, you know, sure. continuing to to walk, in the, walk in the Spirit so that we will not um, fulfill the desires of the flesh, so that we can, you know, be properly dealing with the flesh, dying mm. to self, you know, as that, mm. that, 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 that phrase that, again, it's it's like a cliche now in St. Christian. Serpent, Honestly,
0: but, it's a, but it's a real it's a thing. Dream. We may it need is, to
2: unpack that in the near future, exactly, actually, yeah, because yeah, that is, is... something is, like, oh, it's, you know, yeah. this person has annoyed me do i respond mm. in a way that is, you know, is going to stoke mm-hmm. stoke the fire mm-hmm. or do i do i exercise self control mm. do i exercise you know, you mm. know some some kindness you mm-hmm. Know, mm-hmm. That kind of thing or it is oh um you know this advert comes up that is you know bringing up you know lossful thoughts do i keep watching it or do i flick the channel mm. it comes from simple things like mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. you know we've had you know my the pastor at my local church you know that i remember some years ago he was saying guys summertime time is coming you know that you know, don't 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 go for that second look. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Let's be, mm-hmm. Let's be real. Let's be real. You're driving down the street, walking down the street. The ladies are, you know, wearing what they're wearing. You can control yourself. You don't don't talk about oh, you know, what some of these women are wearing. You that. you can control yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just these these sorts of things. It's simple things, but they it is the big doors swing on little hinges cool. so
0: yeah thank you so much for that Nika we're rounding up now but before we round up I just want to quickly get a thought from Debbie Debbie anything you want to add to um, what we've said so far just to kind of maybe buttress maybe what Nika has said um, before we round up
3: I think Nika said enough and could <laughs> <laughs> <and laughs> said practically all <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> mm. there's nothing much I have to add except um I like your new word, your Hollywoodization. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Debbie, you're not serious. Okay, guys, um, as we round up, I just want to ask one question and I'm going to get the thoughts of all my co-hosts as well on this final question. So what is that one thing that you would say? I'm going to start with Lucy if you don't mind, Lucy. What is that one thing that you would point to to advice that we should start doing today to prepare for the call of God to ensure once again, that we really and truly fight the good fight and we finish the race. What's that one thing to do to prepare for that?
1: There's plenty of things to do, right. But, um, yeah. So the one thing I'll I'll probably just go back to what I said before, and that's, you know, developing that, that focus and, you know, know your God, Mm. know your God.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Lucy. Debbie, what would you say?
3: I definitely think enduring and embracing your wilderness experience. Mm.
0: Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. She's Ayo's wife, by the way. Watch that space. Wow. Wow. Brother Yinka, Apostle,
2: let, what, what do you think, bro? What, what are your thoughts? I think very simply, walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. The spirit of God, you know, is, is, Is the power of God is all of God. Mm. Walk in the spirit, Mm. you know, for that enablement, for that power to be everything that God has called us to be
0: well guys there you have it there you have it trust me we can go on and on and on in fact i mean probably see if i can maybe steal the time again in the future <laughs> so we can come back and discuss you know what we can't labor this point enough because we need it this is important we are you know we're not just the future we're the now right you know and we need to make sure that we don't just do we don't just we, we don't just you know try to to do it to the degree that our forefathers did it, but we do better you know we go faster we go higher you know we do it you know we don't grovel to the end of the end of the cross pardon me we run there gallantly and in order for us to do that like my co-host have said honestly you need to know your god you need to embrace your wilderness season you need to walk in the spirit but most importantly honestly honestly you need to just know who you're accountable to man this is god like you know we are all ultimately accountable to our lord get on your knees and seek his grace to you know just to fight the good fight guys that's all we have time for today we love you we thank you so much for just taking the time to listen to us today we we love doing this you know we love it you know and we know that and we pray rather that this has blessed you it's encouraged you it's empowered you it's also kind of opened you up as well to areas of your life that you need to get back on you know and work on but Mm -hmm. most importantly honestly get to know the lord for yourself and get ready for your calling god bless you thank you for listening and goodbye
3: Bye. Bye. bye bye bye